Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's left in the flea market that is NHL free agency? Who would you sign? Who's the most preferred free agent that's left? Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Phil Kessel, or other? It ain't the creme de la creme. I'm voting for Kane. He's leading the poll. I I personally would never take Patrick Kane on my team. I just, I've never been a fan. You might be better off going with a Josh Bailey or Tatar. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday. Episode number 1056 of your favorite daytime sports talk show live on television, Game Plus TV across Canada and 31 U.S. states. Here in Alberta, tell us Channel 924, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, and of course, podcast and YouTube live. We are at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. That's where I am. Darren Moose DuPont joins us. He is uh, indoors today. No, you're not. You're outdoors. It looked like you were indoors. It's... It's been a day, Moose. How you doing, man? What do you know today? It's been a day here, too. I have so much sympathy for you because I'm still out on the spot on the, on the lanai. That's going to catch on with me, I think. <laughs> um, thanks to you. But I'm out here. It is pouring rain, but we've got a makeshift tarp up. we got some coverage. I just hope I don't get electrocuted. Oh, well, yes, I absolutely know the feeling. That's our Florida setup uh, normally. Uh, look, Moose, we've made a change. I'm going to fly, get going into the quick six show topics here because Kevin the Medium's in the house, and he's going to join us in the next segment. But I want to get your take on our comments here, uh, here on some very interesting sports items today. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we'll get set. We'll get set. I'll tell you that later on in hour one, Hustler Patterson's joining us from Winnipeg Sports Talk. Mark Stiles is with us in hour two. You know him, you love him. Former voice of the Hitman, former VP of sponsorships with the Calgary Flames and the host of Flames TV on pay-per-view. He's now with the Western Canadian Baseball League and he's bringing with him William Gardner, basically the PR guy and business guy of the Okotoks Dogs. They got a playoff game here tonight. They're going to be joining us live in hour two. And Dylan Wynn in our weekly CFL Players Association spotlight brought to you by sober carpenter non-alcoholic craft beverages dylan Wynn of the hamilton tiger cats is going to be joining us in hour two but as i said we only got moose for one segment so we're going to make it quick but good point one tanner bybee pitched seven innings and and by the way everybody else is talking about these things we'll talk about what everybody else is talking about then we'll get to the things that nobody else is talking about certainly not in this country and they're very interesting so just hang on but as far as on the diamond last night ramon Laureano drove in the game's only run for the cleveland guardians and they ended the blue jays four game winning streak with a one nothing victory tuesday night bybee allowed six singles including three by whit merrifield and remained unbeaten in his last nine starts you say kikuchi was great he gave up only three hits in seven innings but got no run support we won't talk anymore about that I, I thought the Blue Jays were going to get it done in the ninth. It was looking like they were. And then, uh, no, didn't happen. They'll do it again tonight in Cleveland. 
Here's what I wanted to talk about and get your take. Point two, the Baltimore Orioles indicated that broadcaster Kevin Brown will be back on the air soon after reports that his recent absence was because you mentioned that the team had already won as many games at Tampa Bay this year as it had all of the past three seasons, i.e. he was suspended by the team. Announcers such as Yankees voice Michael Kay came to Brown's defense Monday night. The website The Athletic reported that Brown was taken off the air over his comments on MASN-TV on July 23rd. He pointed out the Orioles were already 3-2 and two in Tampa Bay this year after winning only three games there from 2020 to 2022. A team official said Monday night that the Orioles don't comment on personnel matters, but we're looking forward to having Brown back soon. A message was left with MASN-TV seeking comment, and uh, clearly that wasn't returned either. So I want the take from the Rod Squad, i.e. our audience, and yours, Darren. I'll just say this. I don't think anybody wants my opinion on uh, facing criticism or discipline for speaking the truth. I don't think you want that from me. But I want to know yours. He just simply pointed out stats, and the team suspended him. It's what do you think? Issue. Like, yeah, like, I watched the clip. I really did. And I'm watching this, and I'm waiting, and I'm like, oh, my God. Is this a clickbait thing? And the, 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 the bomb that he's going to drop is going to come right at the end. Well, they sucked me right through the whole clip, and there was nothing. Like, all he did was pointed out stats. I didn't think he was being disrespectful to his team. Um, I thought he was, you know, just... I thought it was a regular segment. I really, I, I thought it was just a regular segment. And if, it's unfortunate, and this is a, you know, a tightrope that we have to walk in, in sports a little bit when we want to work with teams and leagues and have those relationships. But, you know, if we can't, never mind be critical, if we can't even point out, you know, your losses, we got a problem. You know, and I think that's an issue <laughs> with some teams is, you know, they'll write on a team website, it was a, you know, a great night, packed house in the arena. You know, Rod Peterson had four goals to extend his point streak to 13 games. And tomorrow night, they'll play the same team again. You forgot to tell me that they lost 8-4. to four. You know, like you forgot the important details, right? So I have an issue with that. This feels like that. And I hope the backlash, because there has been a lot of it, I hope it puts them on the air and erases this whole thing. There has been a like I'm trying I was trying to ignore the story, but every time I turn on the TV or open my phone, it's up in my face. Everybody's talking about yeah. how unfair this is that the broadcaster was suspended for pointing out how many games his team had lost on the road in this particular city. Now, here's the point. This is how this show's different than every other one, because they love the stories. And I'm pretty hard on the Rough Riders for the way it got near the end and at the end, because it's not just them, it's the way sports is. And I'll I'll give you an example. We were broadcasting. The team asked if I would bring my radio show down to Bradenton, Florida and broadcast live from uh, our free agent tryout camp there. And we're like, absolutely, trip to Florida, this is going to be great. It was the year the riders signed Zach Caleros in free agency. So I'm broadcasting from the, side, from the sidelines. I believe Dan Plaster was with me. We're doing this great show, and, uh, or we we're about to do a great show. And the assistant general manager, Jeremy O'Day, comes up and says, yeah, just so you know. Zach Caleros was 91% completion percentage in the Skelly drill today. That's unbelievable. We're like, oh, wow. So there's that. Chris Jones sits down. He's our coach. And I'm like, uh, just about to go to air. I said, I heard Zach was 91% completion percentage. Who told you that? I'm like, does it matter who told me that? Don't report that. I don't want anybody knowing who's ahead of who down here. Okay. Then we had three former NFLers in that camp. 
And the PR guy said to me, don't you report who those guys are. And I'm like, why not? Because if we don't sign them, it's going to make them look bad. We don't want that reported. And I'm like, here, you take the flipping microphone and you host the show. Because I don't know what you want. You brought me down here to cover what's going on. You won't let me say anything of what's going on. So uh, goodbye. But every team is like that now. That's the way that it is. And uh, people are starting to realize that. I, I don't think it's ever going to come around to people think they're being lied to 24-7 because that's not necessarily the case either. But it's like, what do you need me here to host the show for if you're going to talk, you know, tell me what to say? You can get a yeah. monkey to do that. So get one. So that's why, again, when this happens with this Kevin Brown being suspended, I'm like, what do you want my opinion for? That's the way it is now. And just so you know, it never used to be that way. The winning teams don't care what you say. And that's the topic for another time. So uh, anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> There's my story. So next to this one, you, Merce, you're getting me fired up, Moose. Point three. <laughs> Let's go. Placeline Ashburn, Virginia. Washington Commanders coach Ron Rivera said some of his players expressed concern over new offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy's intensity during practice. But Bieniemy, also the assistant head coach, said he's not about to change his approach. Bieniemy told P, uh, the media, I'm always going to be loud, always going to be vocal, always going to demand from my leaders. Adding he knows what would happen if he altered his belief. He said they'd fire my ass if I didn't coach the way that I know to coach. So <laughs> I can just see those players. And by the way, just gonna give an opinion here, not saying I'm right, but who didn't see this coming with today's player? He yelled at me. He hurt my feelings. He made me finish the route. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hello? Now, I didn't even need to watch the NFL pundits coverage and analysis of this, although I did. And they were all like, are you kidding me? You guys have been awful forever. This guy just came from winning two Super Bowls in Kansas City, working with Patrick Mahomes, and he never said anything about it. Like, you've been awful forever. Now, on the flip side, yeah, okay, I'll come back. Clearly, everybody would know what my take would be on this. He's too hard on me. Yeah. You? What do you think? So, uh, we were talking to you before the show. You know, I asked you how far in the quarterback series you were. And if you watch the series, <laughs> on Netflix. this isn't really a spoiler, on Netflix, the Netflix series where they, you know, spotlight three quarterbacks. One is Patrick Mahomes. I said, how much do you see Eric Bieniemy in that show? You really don't. You know, you see Nagy, the former Chicago Bears coach and now quarterbacks coach in, in Kansas City. You see, you know, Reed, Andy Reid, but you don't really see Eric Bieniemy. He's not loud. He's not running around. He's not in Patrick Mahomes' ear. Now, we don't see everything, but it tells me that he didn't maybe have as big of a role, and that's why he hasn't had the opportunities to be a head coach in the league. So here he gets an opportunity, and now he gets to assert himself and take control of this offense and control of the team. And the players don't like it a little bit. And really, this should be nothing. Like, I've seen the coverage, too. They said, training camp is hard. Everybody complains in training camp. <laughs> Nobody likes camp. They always complain. And where I think they went wrong is, unfortunately, Ron Rivera's trying to, like, put out the fires. He doesn't want his players to seem soft, so he tries to defend them. Then he doesn't want the coach to look bad, so he tries to defend them. And he ends up trying to walk everything back, and it's created a mess when in reality you should have said, 
it's this is training camp. Like, this is training camp. Things suck sometimes. It gets hard. And we're trying to institute new systems. Let's move on. There's nothing to see here. Instead, it's turned into a story, and I think it's a story about nothing. Well, it's not a story about nothing, though. Uh, it's something that obviously needs to be addressed, although it's in my commentary today, which runs on Sask Radio. You can read it at rodpeterson.com. Why is this even in the media? To quote Mike Kelly, this should be handled internally. If there's an issue between the coordinator and the players, let's have a meeting. And if you saw the interview with Ron Rivera, he's like, if you have a problem with the coach, go to him. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's 2023. Nobody addresses issues face-to-face. -face. They just stab you in the back. <laughs> you should know that, Riverboat Ron. Especially yeah, in, in sports. Even in the suggestion box. In the suggestion box. <laughs> We're not happy with you. Me. The water's too cold in the shower. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. We love your stories, Rod. It's unbelievable that you were treated that way. It's crazy, but I guess it's the sports world today. It's not all sports. It's just some organizations. Uh, Baltimore, for instance, is a good example of that. Leanne in Regina says, good thing these players don't have a coach like Al Pacino on any given Sunday. That was the style back then. I don't think you could coach that way now, too. That's the one thing that I understand. Because I do talk to coaches from time to time, and I often say, why in the world do you want a coach? <laughs> right? Especially the ones with gray and white hair. And uh, one of them whom you know... I won't mention him, but he wrote, he they, they didn't write me back. We were in a car together. And he turned to me and he goes, and you want to work with alcoholics and addicts? I'm like, good point. You do you, I'll do me. Uh, Carlos in Indianapolis says, uh, he goes, we appreciate the honesty. And he says, rods on all cylinders, this opening segment. I didn't expect to be, I didn't expect to be as much on full blast, but it's just, I don't, know why, I don't know why they want to coach these softies. Um, we only got a couple minutes here, but John in Edmonton says, uh, apparently the Elks announcers aren't allowed to state the team's record. <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. This is the same guy, John from Edmonton, that told me that that fan was kicked out of the stadium last week for putting a bang over his head. I didn't believe him. So if he says the Elks announcers aren't allowed to say the team's record... That wouldn't really surprise me anymore either. Like, yeah. What, Darren, can you tell me? I know I ask you questions that you can't answer, but you're just the nearest person to me, so I put them to you. What are you supposed to say? <laughs> I don't get I don't it. Know. I don't know. It's just like, you know, we're not keeping score at the soccer game. Well, all the dads in the crowd are keeping score. They know who won and lost. The kids know who won and lost. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, wow. uh, and again, the good ones I, don't do I, I understand that I'm so old, the world has passed me by. I get it. I'm trying to get out. And these guys with the RP show keep dragging me back in. I'm like, I quit. I'm done. Like, for instance, back in the day, I was doing a playoff game, uh, hockey, and I said on the air, blank has been completely invisible in this game. I'm not going to say his name at this point. It doesn't matter. I get a text from the owner of the team giving me hell for that. He's like, you can't say that. I'm like, he has been. But that's, 
opinion, right? This is yeah. stats. <laughs> there's no, there's no opinion to the fact the Edmonton Elks are 0 and 8. No. What are you supposed to say? Back to that camp in Florida. There are three NFL players in this camp. I think people would like to know that. Don't say it. And don't get me started on the photos of the fight in practice with Deron Carter. You post those and you're dead. Why am I at practice then? I thought I was supposed to cover what was going on at practice. I don't understand. So, yeah. The last word is yours, Moose, because uh, we're going to be talking CFL uh, with, with Kevin the Medium when he comes in here next. What do you got? Yeah, looking forward, looking forward to that and uh, to see what comes on top of our poll question. I know you'll get to that next segment. But, um, yes. yeah, you got me fired up this morning, too, so uh, I'll get more coffee and <laughs> enjoy the rest of the show. Kevin, the medium, will have thoughts, too. Ted in Red Deer says, I love the RP show for this exact reason. No strings attached commentary. Love it. Um, you got to come down here to Century Downs. We're going to be here for a couple more weeks, and I want to meet you. Ted and Red Deer. And by the way, Bill in Brantford, Ontario, he watches on Game Plus TV every day. He's written in. He says, I want to see Serena on Hockey Night in Canada with her own segment. It would fill the coach's corner void. Signed, Bill from Brantford. She's probably watching right now because she said she was going to be walking over here to the casino. So consider the message sent. The female Don Cherry. (laughs) Or as Rob Vanstone said, the Hall of Fame writer, he goes, no, Don's the male Serena Taylor. (laughs) Okay. That's good. (laughs) Okay, Moose, thanks. Enjoy the rest of the show. Toodaloo. Thank you. Kevin the Medium in next. On the way, Hustler Patterson, Mark Stiles, William Gardner, and the Ticats, Dylan Wynn. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, live harness racing every Friday and Saturday night in the World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Finals. Coming your way here August 23rd to the 27th. You can get your tickets right now at showpass.com. I'll be here. Come on down and say hey. And we are going to be getting some of those Chuck drivers on here, but probably not till the week. 
of the event. Okay, uh, let's bring him in, Kevin the Medium. He's also our sales coordinator. If So if for some reason you'd like to sponsor this show, he's the guy to talk to. For some reason. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it somewhat facetiously. You got the memo on the bright color today. Nice work, Kev. I did, I did. I um, worked special just for you. From our uh, audience, if, if you just tuned in, two stories were that got me fired up today. Uh, number one is Kevin Brown, the Orioles announcer, being suspended for just saying the team's record in Tampa Bay. <laughs> and, and, and the fact that I'm not even surprised by that. And two, Eric Bieniemy, the new offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders, his intensity has caused players to go to the head coach, Ron Rivera, with a, they got a problem with it. He's being too hard on them. So anyways, uh, just a couple from the audience before we get into the CFL talk here. John Ohm in Winnipeg says Rod's face is going to match his shirt with a little more red. Rod's rant. Uh, Leanne in Regina says, true story about that fan getting kicked out in Edmonton. They interviewed him in print two days later. And James in Morton, Manitoba says, great list of guests. Hustler and Rod are awesome together. Coming up next segment, but not for a while, Hustler Patterson of Winnipeg Sports Talk. So your take on that before we delve into the CFL games, please. The Edmonton fan being kicked out. I just don't understand it. Um, people have been wearing paper bags on their heads since paper bags were invented. It's a sports thing. We can't give away tickets for people to go to the Elks, and they're kicking them out? Come on. It's just it should be giving them season tickets. Well, and I think you... If I'm the PR guy for Edmonton, I'm getting a hold of this gentleman and I'm giving him season tickets for life. Well, <laughs> like, I know the PR guy for the Edmonton Elks and I don't think he would do that. It just makes no The president sense. should be doing it. Well, the PR guy can't. Yes. This stuff all, by the way, comes from the top. And I'm not saying Victor Queen necessarily had the guy kicked up, but I'm not saying it's not Victor Queen. <laughs> but what about those players in Washington? And let me say this. From a military friend of mine, an extremely high up military friend in the United States, he said, with the people that are enlisting, and it's the young generation that are enlisting, he said, this is so by far and away the weakest, mentally weakest generation they've ever had. Goodness, yes. Right? And I, I say that, and then I, I have to look at my son and go, well, that's his generation. But as a rule, you're right. Unfortunately. So the point is, I would rather just not deal with them at all. <laughs> and I largely don't. Because you, you don't know, have to. I don't have to. <laughs> so I just say, why would you want to coach this bunch? So does Eric be enemy? Well, he's said, I'm not changing. And I don't know if you watch SportsCenter or not or any of the commander's coverage, but Ron Rivera, the head coach, was kind of smiling about this. He's like, that's Eric. So guys, you got a problem, go talk to him they're being too hard on me come on you're getting Man in up you're getting into an nfl training camp as as a as a player and you've never had to deal with any adversity or confront issues in your life at all this is now the first time and that's what's wrong i in my opinion i have to that's what's wrong with the, um that this generation of the new generation coming up is they haven't had to face any adversity and everything's been if you're good at something they're handing it to you on a silver platter and treating you like gold and then you come into the real world the nfl the nhl and it's a shock because you're expected to do something oh my gosh you want me to move those cone, those cones on my own where's my where's my assistant well and, and by the way so from the audience, this is a coffee uh, discussion here, coffee table discussion. 
Ted in Red Deer says, so a two-time Super Bowl champion coach comes to a losing team and the players say he works them too hard. The problem's the players, yes. not the coach, in my opinion. But your kid has written in, Jake Hughes, I think you know him. I think I know him. He says in quotation, kids these days are soft. Here's the thing, Jake, and he works pretty hard, so I'm not going to lump him into that. But in the recovery world, it's the same. People want to fight back when I say they've come to me for help or they've been put in front of me for help because they've screwed their lives up like I did. You need to make changes. Stop making stupid changes. Well, I don't want to do that. Is there an uh, then, hang on. <laughs> then keep doing what you're doing and leave me alone. You came to me. Yes. We hired Eric Bieniemy to start winning because we were last on offense last year in the National Football League. <laughs> and back to those stories again. You people. <laughs> Thank you. In oh, Hamilton. Man. We just dropped the you people. Yes. <laughs> you can ask Andy Fantuz this because he'll corroborate it. When he came into the CFL with us in 2006 with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, he was kind of a lazy player. And uh, you're a football guy. Yeah. Well, I've watched training camp. I'm at every practice. He, let's put it this way, he would run his route or break off his route if it was an uncatchable pass or if it was blocked or it was a running play. He would just stop running. And the coaches would be screaming at him. Who would it end up being Ken Austin and Ken Miller? You finish your route. Yes. Whether the ball's coming to you or not, finish it. Well, he didn't have any choice. He had to. Yes. 2007, he's the most outstanding Canadian in the Grey Cup and goes on to the Hall of Fame. Why? Because he was handed everything on a silver platter and patted on the top of the head and said, oh, good boy? No, it's because he got his butt kicked and was told, this is how you do it. Simple. So, okay, we got to get to the CFL. <laughs> Ranting. I mean, it's just, again, keep doing what you're doing. Because I don't see this being resolved in Washington, by the way. Because you got a coach, Eric Bieniemy, saying, I'm not changing. Because my ass is on the line. If they don't comply to what I'm telling them to do, I'll be fired. And he's right. And you've got the players saying, he's too hard on us. He's too intense. We got a problem with him. Where's the resolution to that, Kev? Well, Where, where's the middle road? There, there has to be a line, obviously. I think here in Calgary, that line might have been crossed, from what I hear. Might with have the been, hockey team. With the hockey team. Um, so, yeah, there has to be a line, but it's a sport. You have to be intense. Especially in football, it's a high-intensity sport in short spurts. You've got to be intense. If you're, don't, if you're not intense, you're losing. Thus, they were losing. Jake Hughes writes in, he says, yes, let's talk CFL. I agree more with the CFL talk than this. <laughs> well, great, but it's not your show. <laughs> so you go talk about on your own show what you want to talk about. <laughs> Troy in Toronto writes in and he says, maybe you should listen. Troy says, I have two doctors, sorry, <laughs> I have two daughters that were in competitive dance and they got verbally chastised. But that is why they were one of the best studios in Canada. They did cry, then worked harder. Take that football, guys. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So Jake doesn't agree that that generation's soft. So come back <laughs> and he just sends me this. <laughs> you can't be mad at that kid. 
Yes, you can. Trust me. Well, I haven't had occasion to. I've known him for 30 years. I've been mad at him. Well, just on the week... <laughs> hey, I was with a bunch of kids on the weekend, and this one kid was being real mad. His mom disciplined him. Whipped his ass. And the kid... Mommy, I love you. <laughs> some parents would melt. Yes. And some would say, like mine, I don't care. <laughs> Do so, what I told you. Now, Jake's right. We are flipping to the CFL. <laughs> <laughs> It is, uh, oh, Brian in Hudson's Bay writes, anybody can write us on the EMJ Marketing text line at any time. He says, oh, Roddy, it's a fiery start to today's show. I love it. You're not going to get this too many other places. That's either a fault of mine or a fault of theirs. I'm not sure. We haven't um, quite figured We that haven't figured that one out yet. The poll question today for Key Auto Group is, what is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? And I also have the betting lines from Bet Regal regarding these games, but at Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Your games are these, and I'll give you the points line, sp point spread too, just for fun. Winnipeg at Edmonton Thursday night. Bombers favored by 12. Friday, Sask at Montreal. Alouette's favored by five. Saturday night, Calgary at BC will be at the Calgary Stampeders official watch party at the Shark Club Deerfoot Meadows. We've been personally invited by the Shark Club to the Stampeders watch party. Too bad they're the underdogs by six. That's the forecast here. Your Lions. And Sunday, Ottawa's at Toronto. Argos favored by five. Kevin the Medium. I don't think there's any... Well, you probably wouldn't vote for Saskia Montreal. So no. it is a democracy. I'm saying Saskia, Montreal. I'm obviously going to say uh, BC at, uh, or sorry, Stamps at BC. You have the right to be wrong. The, that's funny. I said that to Jake the, the other day. You are <laughs> you. You have the, every right to be wrong. Uh, with the Stamps BC game, both teams have a different reason for this game to be super important. With the Stamps coming off the big win against Toronto. Um, was it fluke? Was it because the quarterback went down? Or did the Stamps finally put everything together? Um, with the BC Lions, it's obvious. They got their butts handed to them in Winnipeg. And um, as I was saying yesterday, they need to come out angry. They need to come out and be mean and show that they're not happy. VA playing? Well, I haven't heard anything yet. I did read this morning he's not on the injured list anymore. So he could, he did dress for the second half of, of last week's game with no intention of playing. But um, time will tell. Uh, so the results here so far for our key auto group daily poll question, what's Canada's game of the week? 44% saying Sask at Montreal. 33% saying Stamps at Lions. 14% saying Ottawa at Tirana. And just 7% saying Winnipeg at Edmonton. What are you laughing at? Because 7%, what are you thinking? Winnipeg at... They're bomber fans. <laughs> they're, they're obviously, the Smurf Mafia has been busy with 7%. Uh, just on this, by the way, kids being handed things and being soft. John in Edmonton <laughs> says, case in point. Connor Bedard was handed a silver spoon on a platter by the WHL. He will soon learn once he steps on the NHL ice. This is where you're wrong, John. Yes. Again, the kid has set records for the most points scored as a 16-year-old, most goals scored as a 16-year-old. Set the world junior record for points in a tournament. He's producing. Nobody's going to get on his ass.
because he doesn't need to. And to say he's been handed everything, no, he earned it. I mean, he went Thank you. this last year, he went through a lot of adversity with just people demanding his time. Must have been just, it set him up for the NHL. That's the point. Washington, you go out there and light up the scoreboard in the preseason and uh, in training camp even, you have, they have marks and measures, even in practice. You meet all those things, I'll be off your ass, we'll be fine. Connor Bedard has it, has out kicked every projection there could be yes so john but it's haters like you john that make people like connor bedard go out get out of bed every morning and overachieve so he's probably thanking you oh for sure any last thoughts well i mean you could say this was gretzky handed everything on a silver platter of course not no john edmonton says i stand by my comment good of course you do and like Jake, he Most has the right. Most people do. And like Jake, he has the right to be wrong. You have the right to be wrong. If loving you is wrong, John, in Edmonton, I don't want to be right. <laughs> and he says, but I still love the RP show. Uh, I love our audience. And they love us. Okay, go enjoy your brekkie. I am going to have a meeting. How about it's that? Going to Winnipeg next. We're live on the Game Plus television network. Big show today, big audience. I'm loving it. Live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Also, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Live once more from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. We'll be here till the end of the month. We love, love, love our Calgary time. I just want to mention that we are open daily on the EMJ Marketing text line, 902-518-3033. EMJ Marketing providing the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. We're going out on video now. I don't know, Hustler Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, how much of the chat you've heard today. We're talking about Eric Bieniemy and the players in Washington say he's too hard on them. Since he just came from your Chiefs, winning two Super Bowls as the OC, you must have some thoughts on this. Yeah, it's a real interesting story, Rod, and uh, great to see you. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, EB has been a guy that has been, you know, obviously he's had incredible success with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you know, being the OC under Andy Reid, I think often comes with some level of skepticism as to whether you can get it done somewhere else. But, you know, for the majority of the Chiefs players, I think they really love playing for this guy and they knew the sort of competitor that he was. Fortunately for EB, he's going from a championship culture and organization 
to one that has been an absolute mess. And I mean, listen, I don't really put this on Ron Rivera as much as everything that's happened with that entire organization. Um, I, like most people, was quite surprised to hear that in 2023 in the NFL of all leagues that some guys were uh, maybe having their feelings hurt a little bit. But Eric Bieniemy is in there to challenge them. He's there to make them better. And um, I think that if they get with the program, they should be a better football team. But I guess that's on uh, Riverboat Ron's hands to see if he can get his guys in line to uh, be in with their new OC and with what they're trying to do there in D.C. Well, it just smacks a little to me of a Winnipeg Jets situation. Because let's not forget, the last time we saw Reg Bonus versus the last time we saw the players, and granted, Blake Wheeler's gone. But what do you know about that little rift between coach and player? Has it been repaired over the summer? Well, you know, we haven't heard from Rick Bonus. It's funny you bring that up because I was sort of thinking ahead to training camp yesterday on our program on Winnipeg Sports Talk and saying, you know, like last year when Rick Bonus was hired, um, part of the good vibes of training camp in the first half of the season kind of dated back to how active he was in communication with his players all summer. It was a very different summer, particularly the way things ended, as you just pointed out. Uh, I would imagine, and again, this is just me spe speculating, knowing the type of person that Rick Bonus is, knowing that he was coming back, I would imagine there's been plenty of conversations with many of his key culture carriers and leaders. But I'll be very interested in particular to find out, you know, what sort of conversations he's had with, you know, for instance, a guy like Mark Shifley, whose future's been in so much question over the course of this offseason, and as of right now, sort of looks like he'll be coming back. So, um, yeah, there was maybe some hurt feelings that they needed to brush over, um, but hopefully that's in the past, because if that's an issue at all, this team uh, has bigger problems, to be perfectly honest. Guess we're going to find out, and I'll just say John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Hustler, why haven't the Jets moved Hellebuck and Shifley yet? What's the latest rumor mill on both? And I'll speak for you, Andrew, that you basically said it doesn't look like they're going to be. You just said that. Well, they obviously, I th last, yeah, go ahead. It, it comes down to this. I mean, I think the Jets have been very prepared to potentially move one or both of those players. But what has been clear is that they're not getting anywhere close to the value they think that those players are worth. And that's why a deal hasn't happened. I mean, this certainly hasn't been the Jets, you know, have been getting all these amazing uh, offers and have said, no, we're not trading these guys. I think they've more so than any point in Jets 2.0 history have been willing to potentially make major moves involving those players, obviously because they've got one year left on their deal. But if I know Kevin Sheveldayoff, I mean, there's one thing that he will not do it's trade a loony for a couple quarters. And right now, I mean, they haven't been getting offers that have been part of what they feel the value of those players are. Not to mention the massive holes in the lineup that are created if you do move those guys, especially for assets that might not be valuable to the team for a year or two. So the Jets this year, Rod, I mean, the first couple of months of the season are going to absolutely be fascinating because I think things can go in a couple very different directions. I mean, if the Winnipeg Jets start out the way they did last year and have a great start to the season and the vibes are good and they feel that this team can compete, I think there's a far greater chance that Shifley and Connor Hellebuck are not only Jets throughout the season, but after the trade deadline as well. That'll rub some people the wrong way because I think they feel that these assets are too valuable. They need to maximize it going forward because the Jets have a tough time picking up free agents. Um, if it goes poorly, 
Not to mention there will be some players that get injured. There'll be some things that change in other markets. I think maybe we're talking about potential deals in the first half of the season. But tell you what, if Rick Bonus can get things back to the way this team looked in the first half of this season with some new blood coming in in the PLD trade from L.A., we could very well be talking about an incredibly tough decision for Kevin Sheveldayoff measuring the present and the future of the club as we get closer to the trade deadline. Tell me, please, Huss, about the bomber beatdown in Week 9, 50-14 over BC. That might be uh, skimpy compared to what they hang on Edmonton this week. Were they finally just tired of the criticism, even in their own town, and said, we're going to go out and prove to you that we're the best team in the CFL? Because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Listen, I, that was, a, I mean, an absolute ass kicking. <laughs> I mean, no other way to put it from start to finish. Uh, and I mean, listen, I was surprised. I mean, I thought the Bombers could and would win that game. But I mean, considering what BC had done defensively all season long, I mean, I was thinking this would be like a 21-17 game. I mean, probably hitting the under and being very close. It wasn't that at all. And I mean, you can just go down the list of, units of the Bombers that played their best game of the season. But let's start with Zach Caleros. I mean, Kenny Lawler, you see the difference that he makes in the uh, in the, uh, in the the lineup. Um, and, I mean, those passes just going deep over and over early in the first quarter was a real, I think, statement that the Bomber offense was back. But the by far, Rod, the group that I think was having to, well, put it this way, that people were questioning the most was the offensive line, which has been the backbone of the Bombers' success for the better part of the last five years. The first game between BC and Winnipeg here in the peg, Zach Caleros was on his rear end about half the time, sacked seven times, I believe. This was night and day. And um, the offensive line took over that line of scrimmage. Zach Caleros had plenty of time to throw the football. The offense executed. And then the defense followed up with a masterful performance that I think sort of got lost in the 50-burger uh, but overall, this was a statement game. I know a lot of players, and this is, goes back to the way Mike O'Shea speaks. They don't want to give anybody any bulletin board material, but let's face it. Everyone remembered how they got humbled by BC earlier in the season. They had a bye week. They looked forward to this opportunity, and they came out looking the best of themselves. And uh, that very much is a Grey Cup contender. And I think most of the power poles have the Bombers back on top after that impressive win last week against BC. I do. I do. Um, they're still Winnipeg until they're not Winnipeg. And, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying uh, the CFL season immensely, and I don't expect that we've made any generalizations yet. There's still a lot of football left to be played. Huss, thanks for this, man. Have a great show today, and enjoy the rest of the summer. You got it, Rod. All the best. All right. Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talking. Uh, when we come back, a sports update. There is news on the Arizona Coyotes arena situation that we'll get to when we return. Coming up next hour, Mark Stiles, William Gardner, and the Ticats, Dylan Wynn on our weekly CFLPA Spotlight for Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE podcast and streaming. Okay, back. We got a sports update here. We got viewer takeover. Man, it's been a day, but a good one. 
Sometimes you say, it's been a day. But has, but entirely good. Live guests coming up next hour, Mark Stiles from M3 Sports here in Calgary and William Gardner of the Okotoks Dogs. And a little later on, Dylan Wynn of the Ticats on our CFLPA weekly spotlight for Sober Carpenter non-alcoholic beer. Uh, before I get into that sports update, for the, yeah, we didn't talk about this a lot with Hustler, but again, it's the, kind of the theme of the show today. Every day we like to have a theme. The Washington Commanders players went to their head coach because they thought the new offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy is being too hard on them and is too intense. So Larry Sweet is watching in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. His son, Chris, used to coach with the Calgary Stampeders, and he's with the Argos now. Larry says, Rod, as you know, it's a good thing Chris is not coaching those Washington players. Players must know a coach is hard on them to make them better. Chris went to the Argos last year, first season. What happened, Larry? What happened? Oh, yeah, they won the Great Cup. Uh, Chris in Toronto says the Riders just released Jay Walker. Sorry if I missed you mentioning it. Who's Jay Walker? This is Chris watching on Game Plus TV in Heidelberg, Ontario. I don't even know who that is. Sports update. Uh, we got some news today. I mentioned the Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes said this morning, that owner Alex Murello has executed a letter of intent to buy a piece of land for a potential arena in Mesa, Arizona. A positive development for the NHL team in its lengthy search to find a permanent home in the desert. The move comes months after voters in Tempe rejected a referendum to construct an arena there. The Coyotes are going into their second season of 5,000-seat Mullet Arena on the campus of Arizona State University. Weeks earlier, at the start of the Stanley Cup final in Las Vegas, Bettman re reaffirmed the NHL's commitment to Arizona, where the team moved in 1996 from Winnipeg. See, now with Mesa, what I'm thinking is they're going to have the whole valley covered before long. The team has since played in three different areas. Downtown Phoenix, then Glendale, and now Tempe. They're going to have it all covered before they eventually realize this ain't working. In Berea, Ohio, Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson announced he will start Friday night's preseason game against the Washington Commanders, giving him another chance to knock off some of the rust he developed while being suspended last season. Watson was accused by two dozen women of sexual assault and harassment during massage therapy sessions while he played for the Texans. Last year, he was on the field for just eight plays in the preseason opener at Jacksonville before the NFL suspended him. 11 games. The sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. What are you laughing at, Clark? There's a lot of things to laugh at. You tell me later. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, Darrell Walker. Thank you. He said Jay Walker. Thank you, Brian and Hudson Bay. They released Darrell Walker. Well, he hasn't done anything. Clark, has he done anything all year? Darrell Walker was asked. Has he even played? Yeah, he's been hurt. What do you want me to say? Has it done anything? Thanks for the update. Last minute of play in hour one. Wilf in Steinbeck, Manitoba writes in. And he says, hi, Rod. Great show topics. Those unhappy Washington players could look to the XFL or other minor leagues to be easier on them. That's the thing. That was the first thing I thought. 
Hustler said it all when he joined us last segment. It's a National Football League training camp. If this is too hard for you, go home. Where's Sam Mitchell? Can we get him on, Clark? Why don't you all do us a favor and quit? Mark Stiles next hour, William Gardner and Dylan Wynn. <laughs> How could it be more fun than this hour? I'm sure it will be. We'll be uh, right back after this brief pause at the top of the hour on Game Plus TV, the key radio and YouTube live. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.